This is episode 67, Leaning Into Change with Derek Vidal. What's up? It's Erica. And before we dive in to introducing our first repeat guest, or I guess reintroducing, I have some super freaking exciting, amazing news that I can't wait to share with you. So I'm going to talk a little bit about that first, and then we'll get into the juiciness of the episode. But I have a new group coaching experience that I am releasing into the wild. It does not start until March 1st. So today, when I'm recording this, it's February 4th. Um, I think this episode releases in a few days on the 8th. But anyway, the point is there's several weeks to learn more about it, but I just want to give you a little bit of a sneak peek, sneak listen, I guess. I can't wait to bring this program to everyone. It's been something that I've been sitting with for a while. I initially got the first manifesto urge to bring this into existence later um, in the year last year, and I did one iteration of it. But to be honest, y'all, I was – did I just say y'all? I did. Um, To be honest, I was – kind of burnt out myself. I was forcing things through. I wasn't following my human design. So I like forced through a crappy launch and honestly just didn't feel good and it didn't really do what I wanted. So I took my rest in December and then as soon as 2022 came, the download arrived and the very clear manifesto urge to get started came through. So I've been sitting with that um, the first month of the year and just letting the information come in, and I'm finally ready to share it with you. So I like to, you know, peel back the curtain and give you a little sneak peek into what's going on in my business because I know with social media, it can look like everything's so easy and it's all just happening. And I will say that business is good. Don't get me wrong. But birthing new offerings and programs into existence is sometimes uh, tough. Like it's really tough. And even though I'm a burnout recovery coach, I still run up against my own burnout often where I have to kind of pull back the reins and slow down, right? I have the tools and strategies to get through it so I don't burn myself all the way out. But all of that to share to say, I'm not perfect. I'm not. So let's talk about this new group program quickly. And I invite you to take a moment to imagine what's possible for you. What if you woke up each day feeling deeply connected to your soul's purpose in a way that made it really easy to set healthy boundaries and let go of anything that isn't for your highest good? How does that sound? And what if you knew how to make decisions with ease, always having access to your divine inner guidance that is always there for you? And what if you knew exactly how to take care of your physical body so it would support you through all the adventures you've been yearning to experience? What if you learned to deeply surrender and develop unshakable trust in yourself and the universe, knowing everything happens in divine right timing for you? How does that sound? Is your interest peaked? <laughs> because I'm here to say that you can have all of that. You really can have it all and wake up each day feeling more aligned and energized than the last. And that is the name of my group program, Aligned and Energized. And it's really designed to help you activate your purpose, unleash your spiritual superpowers, and wake up each day with enough energy to live a life that you are wildly obsessed with. And this will be a group coaching experience. 
It will start March 1st. It will go over eight weeks. There will be um, weekly group coaching calls. You will also get access to my self-guided virtual course called the Align Method, which walks you through my five-step process that helps people balance their physical body, heal from burnout. I also teach you about using nutrition and supplementation in a very easy and sustainable way. You get access to the Supplement Library, which is a series of short educational videos talking about all the most commonly used supplements in my practice. I'm so excited to create that for you. That probably won't be available until April. It's part of the bonuses. But this is so, you know, if you're really interested in using supplements, it can be a really confusing world. And this way you always have access to information like, why am I taking vitamin B? Why am I using this vitamin C? What is this daily nutritional support stuff? So you can always go in and just watch, you know, a quick two to four minute video explaining the benefits of each supplement and why why you need them and when to take them, all that good stuff. And one of the things I'm most excited for is that the fifth step in the Align Method is all about human design. So in that module, there will be a 45 minute to an hour long video on intro to your human design type. So you get to watch the video on your type. You can watch the other videos. So you can under- understand the people around you. And then we'll we'll have probably two to three group coaching calls just around human design, how to apply it in your life, questions you have about your chart. Um, and we'll just go really deep into incorporating that aspect into the burnout recovery process and healing. And if you don't resonate with being burnt out, like you're like, I'm not burnt out, but I just feel like I want to be more aligned in my life. I want to find my purpose. I want to activate the gifts and the energies within me. I want to feel energized. I want my physical body to support all of those adventures I want to experience. So you don't have to be burnt out to join this group coaching experience. It's really for anyone who just wants to deepen their spiritual practice and deepen their connection to their themselves and their self-awareness. If you want to wake up feeling aligned and energized, this program is for you. So at this point on February 8th, when this episode released and for that week, there will be a wait list open. I'll drop that link in the show notes. You can add your name. There will be some great bonuses um, for anyone who signs up from the wait list, including a one-on-one 30-minute human design coaching session with me. So you can get that one-on-one support during the group po- program um, outside of the group calls. And there might be some more. I haven't released them yet or or completely decided on them yet. And then the pre-sale starts on Valentine's Day, February 14th. So um, you can do something for your loved one and yourself by signing up for the program. And all that week, the price will be slightly reduced. So that will be the best time to sign up. I'll be talking about it much more on my social media. So go give me a follow if you're interested and send me a DM. Let me know that you found me through the podcast. I love knowing how my community finds me. I actually try to message everyone who follows me. So if you don't message me and you give me a follow, I'll probably at least talk to you. It's the manifester in me. Can't help it. Anyway, let's get on to today's episode. As I mentioned, we have our first repeat guest, which is very fun, Derek Vidal. He's a good friend of both Lauren's and mine. And he was he was our first guest ever 
when we started and then we thought it would be fun to bring him back and do a little catch-up episode, see what's going on in his life. His business has shifted and evolved and grown in so many different ways. So um, it might be fun for you to go listen to his first episode and then listen to this episode. I think this first ep- his first episode was episode two or three maybe. Um, so go look at that. And we're talking about leaning into change. Again, all of our lives have significantly changed over the last few years for reasons I probably don't have to mention. And we've talked about pivoting in other episodes and what that looks like. And this episode, um, though we are talking about some business stuff, it really is applicable to everyday life. So if you're an entrepreneur or an aspiring entrepreneur, this episode's for you. But also if you're just a human being on planet Earth that enjoys personal growth and evolving and becoming your best self, then this episode is also for you because uh, Lauren, Derek, and I are all wildly obsessed with, sorry, that was probably loud, are all wildly obsessed with personal growth. And um, chances are you are too if you're here listening to this podcast. So we love you for that. Thank you for being here. Go check Derek out. He's the owner of Social Bamboo and we have all of his links in the show notes. And yeah, go find his um, his profile and then like five of his posts. That way he will know that you found him through There's a Hack for that. How fun is that? All right. Now, you know what to do with rating and reviewing, of course. If you love the show, leave a rating, leave a review, or just share the episode with someone you think might find value in it. That's the biggest thing. We want to get these messages, get these episodes out to the people who need it most. And with that, here is our conversation with Derek Fidel. Hi, Derek. Welcome back to the show. Welcome back. Good to be back. I'm the first one back, I hear. Yeah, this is probably the highest honor in the nation, and we are giving it to you, so don't mess this up. It will be his second time getting it, because he was our very first guest (laughs) back in August 2020. You are our very first interview, and now I won't take this lightly, then. I didn't prepare anything, but I won't take this lightly. (laughs) And we also got nothing for you, so... Yeah, you didn't prepare. We didn't prepare questions. We thought we would just show up and let magic spew from our mouths. It really does work better that way. I used to be really scripted on my podcast until I learned that the conversational ones actually did have more value in the end. So I think it's the right. Yeah, and it's a skill because Lauren and I have talked about this offline. But I know for me, in the first however many episodes, I was just nervous that I would like say the wrong thing or I don't like I was just I just wanted to get it right but now that like you said there's so much more value in just being present and something you say a lot Derek is like I'm just gonna let my curiosity guide me like what questions would I naturally want to ask and those are usually the questions that everyone else wants to ask so it's so there's a little tip for anyone who wants to start podcasting just show up and be curious well what are you curious about well (laughs) I think that So as a little review, the last time you were here, we talked about turning vision into reality and we talked a lot about like you as an entrepreneur and how you got started in that space. And I think now would be a lovely time because the last time you were here was August of 2020. The world is like (laughs) continuously evolving at an exponential rate. So the world is very different. I'd love to hear maybe like two to three big shifts that you've made 
in business and or life. You can combine them. But since we last talked to you. Yeah. So August 2020 till now, I think the biggest one is in October 2020, I actually switched the name of my podcast. So I didn't know I was going to do that. And what happened is I got my Instagram account disabled, I think probably like a week after the first time I came on your podcast. And the reasoning was kind of up in the air. But ultimately, I think it's because my podcast was called Instagram Marketing Secrets before and the logo looked a little bit too much like Instagram's. And when I switched that to be my profile picture, it was instant. Like once I put the, my Instagram looking logo as my profile picture, it just instantly shut it down for like impersonation. I'm like, who else would I be impersonating apart from Instagram themselves? And I maybe didn't need to switch the name of my podcast and like my entire business, but I just kind of took it as a warning and a potential thing that I could, you know, run into down the road of using, you know, Instagram's name. They just probably don't want to mess with me when I'm not really, you know, established yet, but who knows, eventually they could, you know, uh, have a problem with it. So I switched to social bamboo, social media marketing for business. So the main tactical move here was rather than just going for Instagram marketing traffic, but going for all the social media traffic so I could start interviewing LinkedIn people and YouTube people and Facebook people and Mm -hmm. expanding. And I pretty much cut my podcast plays in half. I lost like all of my Spotify rankings, mostly my Apple podcast didn't disappear as much, but my Spotify went down like 95% of my plays like went away. From changing and the name of your podcast? Changing the name of the podcast. Yeah. And the thing is, is I did two things at the same time. I changed the name of the podcast and I moved from Anchor to Buzzsprout. And Anchor is owned by Spotify. So I don't know which one it was more that cut. It was really only my Spotify views that got lost. So it kind of makes sense if like if you're on Anchor, maybe you get a little boost in Spotify's algorithm. But yeah, it was the, the two happened at the same time. So I'm not exactly sure which one it was. Losing that many plays definitely took a big hit. Luckily, right at the same time in January 2021, I came out with my first offer that is actually scalable to the podcast audience rather than one that I can just sell and then it's just done and I can't really like keep promoting it. So I had come out with so many different offers for like the two and a half years that I had been running it at that point. And they would like work, but never like work to the point where I'm like, I got to run paid ads to this or I got to just, you know, promote this indefinitely. But I am now selling the same offer that I was a year ago. So that's the first time that I can say that in the business. So that's probably like on the tactical side of things, like the biggest thing that happened. And now I can say that last month was the first month that I caught back up to where October 2020's views were. It went from like 30,000 down to like 10,000 a month within like a couple months. And then it's now back at like the 30,000 mark and it should be heading in the right direction from here. So that was probably the biggest business issue, but also solution is finding a working offer in that time. Yeah. And thank you for peeling back the curtain. Cause I remember when you changed the name of things and switched things up and from the outside, it's just like, oh, cool. He's making changes and it looks like it's all going really well. And then, you know, later it's like, we peel back the layers like, oh, actually, you know, entrepreneurship also always comes with a little bit of like, F. (laughs) But I have a question about that because I know 
you know, there's probably some of our listeners that either have started a small business or maybe want to start a small business. And I think the number one thing that I hear people getting caught up on is like feeling like they have to have all the details in place in order to get started, especially around a name. And I know this tripped me up and I still am like, I don't know what I want to call my business. It's just Erica Allison Wellness because that's, you know, I had to pick something, but I do, I think this year I hopefully plan on kind of blowing stuff up and reworking things to better fit the energy and soul behind my business. But my question for you is when you made that name change, obviously there was a why behind it and you saw like a challenge and like, okay, what's the solution? But was that difficult for you to kind of mix everything up? Cause you're, you were established. So what did that feel like to kind of change what everything felt like? To your viewers. Yeah, it was definitely a risk. And I thought about it for a long time. And I, it was like, you know, a thousand pros on this side and a thousand cons on this side. It wasn't like clear at all. It was really me trying to weigh them against each other. And, and even knowing, did I get my account shut down because of the Instagram thing? Do I have to worry about my podcast title? Because it's only so clear when you look up like trademark and copyright stuff. Like, what about my podcast title? If I don't directly sell from the podcast or I don't like link offers right from there. It's like hard to know the gray space. So ultimately I thought it was just a move that would be obviously the safe one for the future. And the other reason I made it is because it's a common thing in, well, this is just like a tip uh, I heard from a coach that it's really good for branding when you just say, I'm the owner of socialbamboo.com mm. and just having like this, you know, big name sounding domain just kind of gives you credibility without having to say I'm a seven figure business owner or whatever. If you can say I'm the CEO of socialbamboo.com or founder of socialbamboo.com, but I probably couldn't say founder of Instagram marketing secrets on Instagram ads. Actually, I probably would have run into that issue there if right. that was like my leading branding statement. And then also when you say that, then it gives people a place to go look you up after rather than, you know, just saying you're the founder of whatever company, like saying the actual like socialbamboo.com just gives uh, people a place to start. So that was like one of the main pulls and also just pursuing social media marketing as a whole instead of Instagram, because I was already finding that I can, I can always come up with new topics, but I think it was just easier to always have a fresh Instagram topic. Like my last episode was interviewing a LinkedIn person, if I can just mix it up sometimes and appeal to a larger audience. So I it ultimately, even now looking back, I think it was the right move, even though I had to take a, a big hit. Like obviously the right move would have been to start with social bamboo from the beginning, but that's kind of what you're asking about as well of like getting started and like having a, a name dead set, like there was no way that I was going to know to call it social bamboo, social media marketing for business at the beginning. Anyways, like that, that wasn't even possible for me to know. So I think really most of the things that are the right answers can't even be found with thorough preparation without some action first. It takes evolution, like being a, being a human, let's zoom it all the way out, but being a business owner, like the more you run your business, the more you learn, the more information you have, you know, our platforms change, you know, it's natural that our businesses are going to evolve. And it's scary. Don't get me wrong. It is super scary. But I, like you, had this moment where like something happened that forced me to confront this big shift that I would have not really expected, but it was inevitable ultimately, like with everything I know now, it was inevitable that that was going to happen. But it is cool to peel back the curtain because until, until someone asks me a question like that, I wouldn't have not shared an experience like you had, you know, it's not just, that's not what you were promoting as 
entrepreneurs. Like this is the time I did something and it back it backfired and I had to make a big shift. <laughs> We're not talking about that. So mm-hmm. thank you for sharing that. Yeah, I'm 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 glad that the people get to hear that it all worked out. Yeah, I think the only thing that that I might have going for me here because I think uh, people might think I have like natural talent in certain aspects that I really don't, except for that I don't really care about like failing my way to like finding solutions because I really feel like each time you just turn over one of these stones that doesn't work, it's just as getting you one step closer to the right answer. And that really is ultimately what separates a lot of business owners from those that, that quit. Cause like if every failure makes you more motivated as if you just got closer to the right answer, then you won't stop naturally. But if each one just gets you further and further away, then, you know, naturally you're going to wean yourself out after a certain amount of failure. You know, the mindset shift on that for me, cause I used to be re- I used to have a real strong relationship to like anything that went wrong was my fault instead of looking at it as like Mm. failure is information that shift that's really what allowed me to like stay an entrepreneur because I started my first consulting company because I had to quit my job because it was affecting my mental health but it turned into a lifestyle of entrepreneurship when I made that shift that like my failure is not my fault I can actually use it to learn what to do next so that's a big that's a important statement to re-highlight Yeah. And I know, and for me to bring in a little bit of spirituality is I see, like, for example, I put out an offer at the end of last year that completely tanked and it was just like, okay, this was not meant for me. I, you know, started down a path that I like took a left turn when I was supposed to take a right turn. So even though it was like a little bit of a blow, it was just like, okay, it's just time to go back to the drawing board. And that, that was my guides leading me toward or showing me like, Hey, this isn't meant for you. Like, shift evolve change so I always just take it back to like trust in the process and but yeah I like the failure is information or everything is information as Lauren always says (laughs) because it is so true yeah the failure doesn't need to have regret tied to it or me it doesn't have to mean anything it's when we make it mean something that we get discouraged and we don't keep going forward has that always been the way that you approach things Derek like that mindset or was there a particular time? Like did a mentor teach you that or have you always just kind of embraced the failure? Yeah, I think even when I was in like elementary school, I was pretty like determined to like get the best grades on everything and like try to be like the smartest kid in class, even though I never was, but I just like (laughs) tried. I think I've always had like a just natural desire to just want to put a lot of effort into a lot of stuff. But honestly, as I got older, I kind of realized that I'm not nearly as motivated as I am very bored very easily. And business is my favorite game. So it's not like I'm just like this raging ball of motivation thinking about money all the time. I really just enjoy like the, the process of it. As far as like failing my way to success, I think the monumental experience in my life that just made me like never look back was I was in a sales contest with Cutco. We had to like sell like 10,000 bucks in two weeks. And I got and I had already failed like five times before this. So I was already kind of like, ready to fail again, honestly, and I got to like 9200. And then like the contest was over in like four hours. And I was just like, oops, I threw in the towel. And my manager was like, what are you doing? Like, 
you don't give up until it's over. You have like four hours. And I was like, well, like, what am I going to do? Like, I don't have any appointments. And he's like, just start calling everyone and just start asking, like, let them know what situation you're in and like, see if it will work. And I had to make like 35 calls before like finally someone was like, yeah, sure. I'll, I'll get that thing that I had talked to you about before that I can afford a couple months ago. And, I, and then I like hit it with like half hour to go and like the never give up lesson just like actually came to fruition for me. And I think it's one of those lessons that like everyone knows never give up but until you like have an actual experience where you don't ever give up until that last moment even though it like totally seemed like it was already over just not throwing into the towel until like the the time limit tells you to then uh, it really shifted for me and then the next 10 times we ran that contest I hit it every single time so I did it 11 more times 11 times in a row even though I like failed it like five or six times before that it was just like once my mind unlocked that I could do it then it never like goes back. It just fully believes it from there because it actually has a real life experience. So that really like that happened like 10 years ago. And then I kind of more saw goals as more of a choice to hit as long as you actually can look at your business from a number standpoint. Like when you're a brand new business, you don't have a working offer yet or a working traffic source or whatever. Then like when you're setting goals, it's kind of just like, like made up numbers just to like kind of throw one out and you know, have something to shoot for and which is still good to do, but you don't, you can't really base it on anything. You can't be like, so I want to do 200,000 next year, which would come down to us, you know, having 500 calls with clients based on our current numbers. Like once your business is like, you can look at it from a number standpoint, then goal setting is more, I feel like a choice to do because then you can break it down to the actions and then you can plan for like everything going wrong and plan some extra work on top of that. And then you can basically just say, if I do this amount of work, like, even if I get below average results, I should hit it. So then once your mind just completely conceives it as like a choice to hit or not. And that's why I think I don't really question like the bad results or like the bad weeks along the way, just because they they were already planned for. That's genius. I love how you explained the goal setting piece of it. Because it's true. Like I, I talked to a new business owner yesterday, I get those, Eric and I were just on Zoom just a little while ago. And we talked about how people ask us for our perspective because we've done things that they're they're striving to do or they have a goal to do. And we don't even realize the value of our experience until someone asks us for it. And we're like, I don't know. Well, you do know because you've done it enough times that they know you've done it. And it's like, once you unlock that, like you said, it I call it miracle-mindedness where like something seems impossible and then you actually go outside of your comfort zone to to like reach or stretch towards something. And like you are proving to yourself that a different outcome is possible. So it's like, but once you do it once, it may not happen again for a while, but you know, it's possible. So mm-hmm. it's like that. It's like a miracle idea. Like, oh no, that would, ha- that would be a miracle if that happened. Okay. Well now it happened. What, what do you, how, how have your facts changed now? So like, it's cool that you, you like gave an actual story about that. Cause I'm in a position where I have a new business. I talk to new business owners and it's like, we don't have any revenue that's modeled. Like we don't have enough revenue or any revenue that can go into models for projections or goals. We haven't had an offer long enough that we know like a conversion time, there's nothing measurable, but in sales. And if you have a sales background, it's such, I think it's such an advantage for entrepreneurs, especially where it's those types of things where it's like, I'm going to make a hundred phone calls in the state of Utah 
to just see how many people I can get to pick up the phone and talk to me about the service I know they're already using, but would they consider trying someone new kind of thing? So it's not like I need five new clients this month. It's like I need a hundred people or however many go for the no is one of my favorite sales books. Yeah. When you have like it broken down to the numbers like that, yeah. then you can emotionally detach yourself from the results because you're like a hundred phone calls will result in like 15 pickups. So if like, even if the first 20 people don't pick up, you're just like, Oh, that means statistically the next ones will like, once you see your business from a point of like a numbers game, you don't like emotionally detach yourself from each person not picking up or each person saying no. Yeah. So like you're turning, it's like, look for the miracle. Okay. What's the thing that would, would be a miracle if this happened? If that is actually like, I'm going to see if, if this will actually happen is that, can this be real? It shifts the perspective and makes the failures information. Like it automatically makes that shift for you. But I, I also know that I have an advantage in that because it's literally in my human design that I value struggle. So <laughs> you're going to human design next. I, yep. Oh, Uh-oh. have you had a reading yet? <laughs> no. Clear your schedules, everyone. Derek, let me talk a little bit about human design on the podcast episode I did with him. But yeah. <laughs> I literally, right in. before we got on, I was yeah. like, oh, I wonder I wonder what his type is. <laughs> Sacral generator. Ooh, me too. With a Capricorn moon. <laughs> oh, interesting. I have a question. So one thing that I think is really cool and that I look up to you for, Derek, is – because I kind of we had some calls while you were creating and implementing the new program that now you've been offering for a year, which is really cool because I hadn't thought about that. That's like awesome. How is that consistency in your business? Like ha- has that permeated into other areas of your life? Like how has that kind of up leveled or shifted things for you? Well, it's just nice to know that you don't have to think about I don't have a product that people want <laughs> like because then it's like the obviously that's like where the step you're on always right so it's just like you're trying to figure out traffic at the same time as your offer and everything and the whole like running your own business you have to be super confident in your own abilities even in the case of making no money so during the time that you're having a non-working offer and non-working traffic it's a lot easier to question every Instagram post you do like, oh, I didn't get likes on it and I don't have money. Man, like obviously I suck. Like it's so much easier for your brain to just arrive at why you suck if you're not making any money. So I think honestly, because I had a significant amount of success in my sales job before that I did for seven and a half years, I would always kind of bank on that. Like there's like some of like the prizes that I have in like the other room and like, remember, you've been successful before, like just for years, just like, remember, like you can do this. Like you definitely have to tell yourself certain stories. But once you at least have an offer that that works well, like even if I get to the point where I have to change it, like you still at least have that story to bank on that you've made it work before. But it really gets easier and easier as you go. I think it it's, gets a lot more predictable. I think in the first couple of years, I kind of said, I was just ambitiously making mistakes and now I'm trying to like when I would hire people before I'd just be like I'd be like you're hired and I'll see if it works like what like my game plan I almost did it to someone recently I almost hired someone I was like you almost just hired like someone that had a lot of the same credentials or even worse than like someone that you had before that didn't work just so that you could like throw money at it and see if it would work so now let's 
knowing what you know now, like let's try to make the right decisions the first time. So I think it gets a lot easier to make the right decisions the first time later and you don't have as much of a mindset of failing your way to success because you're like, I've done that enough. So I, I more treat it like just don't make the same mistake twice is like the really the best way to get better in business, but you can't harp on yourself for making it the first time. What Lauren was saying earlier, like if if it's your first time making it, you can only be so mad at yourself. If I make it a second time is when I'm like, well, what are you doing? You know, or third. Well, we're all beginners at, at everything we do at some point. Like the, that's the whole idea of being curious, which I know all three of us, it's a value of ours is curiosity you know, like, I'm going to be curious about things that I don't know anything about. I've never done them before. I have never heard the words before. But like, if I continue to be curious about it, it's not even I can't even categorize them as failures. It's just like I'm learning how to do something. Of course, I don't know how to do it yet. I'm learning how to bake this year. That's one of my like random skills that I always wish I had. So I'm going to learn. And I have not yet gotten over the anxiety of even going to the grocery store to buy the food that I need, but I'll get there because I'm learning. I'm still reading and, you know, so it's like, I'm a beginner. I'm not going to beat myself up over this. That's why I'm coming to Arizona <laughs> to taste your attempts and experiments. I'm, I'm going to learn. I'm going to try puff pastry for the very Ooh. first time this week. I just made a pot pie that also requires that. It's not. Yeah, I'm going to learn how to it make it. It wasn't too hard. So I, I'm starting. I have a lot of like weird old programming around baking i i'm still trying to figure out where a lot of it came from a lot of like failure based bullshit and fear like it's chemistry oh i failed chemistry in college like that doesn't make sense (laughs) but that's like these weird triggers that happen so anyway i'm gonna conquer some fears and learn a new skill yeah derek what are so we talked about business stuff but what are some life shifts, evolutions, up levels in consciousness that you've made since August of 2020? Yeah, I'd say the biggest ones actually probably happened in the last couple of months. One of them being I found the book, The Power of Now, which was like really impactful for me in a lot of ways. So before, like my favorite book was Four Agreements for like seven years or something. And then within a first couple of chapters, that's really what I needed because I realized that ultimately a lot of the things that I was doing was just not being present. I was just really, I motivated the crap out of myself by getting super scared of the future. And it's really effective. Mm -hmm. And it also, I have like an autoimmune disease. And I really realized like I was like flaring it up by like creating, like purposefully creating stress just to get myself in gear. Like I would just like make myself get terrified. And and, like, I knew what I was doing. Like I was like, boot, like I kind of like saw it as like booby trapping my motivation, but now I kind of saw like the toll that it was taking on me. So that was a large part of it. I think just there's like some insecurities and such like that this last year that I kind of really got more in tuned with as well, mostly from just going through dating talking stages with people. I think like dating is a really effective way to learn a lot more about yourself. So it's a great mirror. It is a great mirror. Exactly. That is exactly how I looked at it. And I heard a few people say that recently. So it's good to know we're all on the same page about that. But I was like, I definitely saw some things, but I feel really good, honestly, going into this year. So I think 2020 was probably one of the most depressing years of my life with like a few things added into that, like not even with COVID. And then 2021 was really me up leveling to like really 
not let those be a factor anymore. At least we'll see from here, but I do feel confident that a lot of those things won't resurface for me. And if they do, you now have new tools and awareness. Exactly. So we all, it's like, cause I do this too, where I have a fear of like an old behavior coming back or that old behavior does come back and it's like, oh no, I'm spiraling and this is happening. And then I have to stop myself and be like, yeah, but we'll never be the past version of ourselves that didn't have this awareness. So it's, it's like, we never have to go back to square one really if we don't want to. Yeah. I think a lot of people have grown into a self-awareness in 2021 specifically. I'm seeing a lot of trends and patterns in <laughs> my my network of gro- of people who are consciously intentionally seeking out growth. I feel like there's been a a big shift in my network which totally tracks because I was very intentional about who I kept in my network after 2020. <laughs> both of you it but like it's it really is one of those like who who you keep around you you know the closest five people to you really reflects things you know all of those types of sayings but yeah it's like once you seek out opportunities to learn more about yourself whether it's through other people or community or spending time alone or in silence or all the different you know tools that a lot of us have come across this year it's it's kind of freeing to actually like know the things that hold you back. I had a, I had similar experiences in those time frames. Yeah, I feel like this year already feels like it's just going to be a lot of integrating. 2020 and 2021 were like someone was lighting a fire under my ass and I felt like I was just like running and like shedding my skin and like up leveling and evolving. And then all of a sudden, especially in December, there was just this huge desire to slow down that felt really scary. But as I'm deep into my human design experiment, I was like, okay, this is the message that's coming through. I'm going to do nothing. I, I shared this on a previous episode, but like I, I wasn't enrolling new clients. I took two full weeks off from everything. And from that rest, now I'm like kind of coming out of it, but I still don't really have any huge desire to like go full speed ahead. But what I'm really focusing on is integrating all those lessons. Cause I think we can get really excited about the new pieces of awareness. Like Derek, I'm sure when you read The Power of Now, it's like, holy crap, this stuff is so transformational. And then sometimes it's so easy to like go on to the next thing without really integrating. Cause you could, you could be integrating that book for 10 more years easily. Like I'm, I'm actually rereading it. I read like a few pages each morning when I'm, before I meditate and each time I'm like, wow, it's just like. It definitely needs to be reread. Like nearly any book that I've really gotten a lot of value from, I've needed to reread it. And it's so much better the second time too. Like you'll, you'll almost realize how much you forgot the second time. So I mean, yeah, like if you don't read your favorite book at least a few times and it's really hard to get the max value. I think that was your hack last time. It was. That's right. I think it was. Do I still need to come up with one? Full circle. No, I think that's I have a life hack. (laughs) Okay. So what's your your current favorite life hack? This is whenever a restaurant asks for your birthday, just give them all different days because they're all trying to give you a free meal on your birthday and you can only cash in on one. So if you give 365 restaurants a different birthday – Free meals every day. End of episode. Wow. That's an algorithm to hold on to. 
<laughs> You're welcome, listeners. I came up with it yesterday, so I, I was like, okay, like this is genius. This is now the time. Public, you gave it. Yeah. Now that Derek has a stable <laughs> offer for his business, he can spend his time dreaming up great ideas like this. We're gonna let you take over the Instagram and just share all your life hacks. Okay, cool. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> I do think that reading books twice is a true like ultimate life hack because honestly you are a completely different person yeah. when you read it the second time you're not going to read no. it the same way you're not even going to remember the same things it's not that you missed anything it's just you're rereading it again as a different version of yourself i love doing i that. just get too excited about all the new books i want to read and then i'm like oh should i reread this one or learn something new and then i don't read anything <laughs> i love rereading like well fiction books because I read a lot of business books but like I remember during my big breakup at the end of 2019 I reread Eat Love Mm. Eat Pray Love and I hadn't read it since it came out but like I was I had been through a divorce I had been through two major relationships post-divorce and it read totally differently because I was like 10 years older so even those types of books it's like oh it's just, it's a totally new experience. I got to read that again. Derek, is there any other wisdom or concluding thoughts that you want to share with our listeners? Any inspiration going into the new year? Man, <laughs> I feel like it needs to be like this big moment. So I'm like it trying does. to think of like a really cool tip. Like I, it's hard Don't to follow my last stupid. tip. Like how do I even, that's why I said end of episode. I was like, nothing else can be talked about from here. <laughs> But okay. All I'd say is I think your audience, I was trying to like think of like who your audience is before I would like just come up with a tip. And I know it's like a lot of different people, but ultimately everyone is just looking for self-development would be the common thing. I'd say that make sure that you have reading in your schedule as a consistent thing. If you can't read once a week, then read every other week and just find out wherever you can be consistent on. Because what a lot of people do is they're like, I'm going to read like 20 pages every day and then they schedule it. And then like once they fall off, they just go to nothing, which is kind of funny. Like why you said that, Erica, you're like, I can't decide which one I do. So I do nothing. And if you try to schedule yourself like ambitiously, like I'm going to read once a week or something, then you can't do it. Like just switch it to like every other week, but find like, where can I find the consistency pattern without fail? Because ultimately, even like someone who reads like 20 pages in a book, like once a month will still probably beat out like most people over the course of their lives you know if they have a few like phases where they get really into reading but i think whenever you're lacking motivation there are a few things more inspirational than reading material on what you're currently working on because ultimately the lack of motivation comes from thinking that your actions aren't going to produce results because you're not sure what your actions should be but uh, sometimes like even reading a book i think there's a a lot of books that I've acted on that like didn't even work, but like I was so motivated to act on them and it still just like led me to a result and something to learn. And I realized why, you know, I might've not implemented it right. Or maybe I need to go read the book again before I do it. Reading usually gets me really motivated. And it, I think the thing about reading that's really important compared to YouTube videos or whatever, even audiobooks is when you are reading, you hear your own voice and it's easier to adapt the thoughts quicker than like needing to even like listening to us on a podcast and be like, who are these people again? And it's just kind of like, you can't just like, you know, adapt the thoughts instantly. You have to like, kind of like question them, which you should. But when you're reading a book, you get like all this extra mental space to even just like stop 
and like ponder on it and go off on a tangent in your own head. And I think you can just like level up a lot quicker. Like there's never been like a YouTube video that changed my life, but there have been a lot of books. That's true. That's a great, I've never even thought about it that way. You hear it in your own voice. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> and reading's always been really meditative for me. Like, I would use it. I mean, sometimes I would be numbing a little bit. Like, oh, if I dive into this book, I'm not thinking about all the other things. Like, because I, I get engrossed in books. Like, I was just like, I'm transferred into whatever world or universe the author is sharing with me. But, but yeah, I like that too. Of like, it's like it's a way to connect with yourself. Is this lame that I had like essentially the same hack though? I was like, read books. Uh, like, should I do a different hack? No, that was so specific. You definitely won't be our our first repeat guest. It. That's all. I'm gonna. Can I do one more? <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. So on something I said before, like really, once you have like set a goal and then you hit the goal, then that and you like never give up on it and then you hit it is where like it really just unlocks because now you actually have a personal story to like always fall back on. So like if you're not in a position to like go out for a sales contest or whatever, like if you can set like a fitness challenge or you can set like anything, like I'm going to do this for 30 days in a row. I'm going to do yoga 30 days in a row. It's just a matter of like say you're going to do something and then do it so that you can actually start believing in yourself because it really like people don't believe in themselves when they are used to watching themselves lie to themselves all the time. So if you keep setting all these goals that you just don't do, like subconsciously, you you already know like what you're gonna do like when you're setting goals you already are like knowing you're gonna fail like you don't even believe it at all from the beginning you're just setting a goal just like because you had like a motivational like second you know and you're like i'm gonna set a goal and then like it just goes away but just like don't let yourself say you're going to do something not do it it's like the first agreement right but be impeccable with your word but just go out there like if you are not one to like believe in yourself naturally right now you don't have a lot of confidence set any kind of goal even if it's brush your teeth 30 days in a row. Like if that's not been something you've been doing, just like anything that you can just say, like you're going to do it, you're going to write it down and you're going to do it. And just know like if you fuck this up, like you're going to backtrack, but just do it. And then just know that that is, you know, replicatable with other things in your life. I'm doing this right now. I'm practicing this for the first time right now. It's January while we're recording this and I'm doing my very first dry January Mm. ever. And I've talked about it for years. I have talked about it on on like social media and then bombed it on like day three, day nine, day 10, day whatever. I'm like, no, I'm really going to do it. I'm going to prove to myself that I can. Are you drinking your green juice instead? No, because that would be at night and it would make me hyper. But I am drinking my green juice. I've I've gotten consistent with that. So here we are on day 11 of my sober. (laughs) You look at your watch. My ultimate goal is. I was like, I don't know what day it is. My ultimate goal is to do a year at some point. I don't know if it's I don't know if it's this year, but I'm starting with a month. I'll drink to that. Proud of you. Thank you. And I went back to the episode we did last year about sobriety. And that was the one that that's the one Mm -hmm. that convinced me to do it, honestly. Just took a year to sink in. Well don't let it fail, otherwise you backtrack, (laughs) but that's not it. true. You know, if I, don't I think if it fails, I don't know. Well, then your mind can it's, process not ba- it. That it's way. not a backtrack. It's just so, the way I do it is if I fail, I have to decide if I care enough to try again. And if I care enough to try again, then I start again on day one and I try to go 30 days. It may not even be the first of a month, but it's like, do I care enough? 
does this matter enough to me to right. try again? What's the why? Why am I doing this? You got me there. You can always restart it, but I I guess it, it makes it harder to process the the right way, you know, just adding one more failure, but one more. <laughs> For sure, but I, I no longer subscribe to morality about anything, so it's not good or bad. I just have to decide if I care yeah. enough. Love it. Well, thank you, Derek, for being our very first ever repeat guest. Maybe this will be a tradition. We'll just... And congratulations on all of the things that you've done since yes. we talked Thank to you, you so last. much. All your failures, too. Congratulations. Congrats, on you ladies, still on podcasting. You're I like know. in the top 1% tier, the fact that you're doing it for over a year. I know. I remember in 2020, oh, I knew so many people that started podcasts, and I know so many people that did not continue their podcasts. And so at first, it was like, oh, no, everyone's doing this. And I'm like, now I'm like, oh, thank uh-huh. goodness. We're just yeah. we kept going. <laughs> We're 60-something This will be 66. Derek, where can the listeners connect with you? Where do you like to connect with people? Yeah, Instagram is best. So I'm socialbamboo underscore. Socialbamboo was taken and they won't respond. So I'm socialbamboo underscore. (laughs) Yeah, I was Derek Fidel last time, but now I switched. I got my personal stuff going on and then socialbamboo is where you can find me on there. Just DM me if there's anything specific I can help you out with. Otherwise, you know, my link tree's got a lot of other resources for you. Yeah. And you did this for me when I was a guest on your podcast. I'm going to do it for you. If you do connect with Derek, go like at least five of his posts so that he'll know you're finding him from there's hack for that because you did that for me, Derek. And I got, there were like six or seven people that came to me from the podcast. I was like, Oh, did you find me from Derek? So that was fun. (laughs) Nice. Yeah. If you're like, I don't know what to say to this dude, but I just want to say I like a tip, just go like five of my posts. So I know it was you. And I'll and like five of your posts back. Exactly. Oh, and he can't bite part. you through Instagram, so you can reach out. <laughs> but he will bite you in person, so don't meet him in person. Well, <laughs> that's go. why I'm on camera it's this so time. Fun. We did it in person last time. And they have to <laughs> yeah, they've been banned for person yeah. interviews. We did a photo shoot together. You're, you're so Ugh. fun. You have great energy. Yeah, we had an awesome photo shoot. We'll have to recycle we'll some of this time around. <laughs> we still use all those pictures. <laughs> Shout out, Dylan. Dylan. All right. Thank you so much for being here. You got it. And don't forget, everyone, to stay Stay curious. curious. Disclaimer. This podcast is produced for your universal listening pleasure. Any statements shared during our program are opinions and experiences of our team and guests. If you disagree with any content presented herein, please find another show before submitting nasty grams. This is a positive vibes only platform. If you love our show and want to connect, share your experiences, or know someone who we should interview on future episodes, please don't hesitate to get in touch through our website or Instagram. Thanks for listening to this program brought to you by Daydreamer Network. If you enjoyed the episode, please don't forget to rate and review on Apple Podcasts or your preferred platform. Your feedback allows us to rank on the best new shows list and continue to grow our podcasts in order to bring more unique and talented storytellers to the network. To check out our shows, including programs about relationships, sports, business, nutrition, leisure, and more, head to www.daydreamernetwork.com. We look forward to seeing you back next week for another great episode. Have a wonderful day.